right, guys, welcome back to the Speed Junkies podcast. We got round nine at Indianapolis this week. So let's go over it. You know the drill recap. All right, 250 Heat 1, we got the 57 Kawasaki out front early, followed by Jordan Smith, Star Yamaha, and the 238 of Deegan in third, pretty far behind in about eight seconds. So this track gets rough quick, especially those whoops. It really separates the uh, men from the boys. So we got Smith taking the win in 250 Heat 1, and now we will get on to 250 Heat number 2. All right, we got Hunter Lawrence in this one, Nate Thrasher, Martin and so on. So let's see how it goes. And it looks like we have a Honda Privateer out front, shock with the whole shot, and Hunter Lawrence following close in second. Right halfway through, we got Anstey in the lead. We got Hunter Lawrence in second and Nate Thrasher in third. And it looks like the Hondas are going uh, going at it out front, and Hunter gets the lead with three minutes to go. And then there is a red flag, a rider down. And they have to restart the heat race. So they will uh, line up in the order that they were and get cracking. So we got Hunter in front. And if I had to guess, he's probably going to lead this whole rest of this heat race. All right. So with about 40 seconds to go, we got Hunter Lawrence still in first. Nate Thrasher following close in second. And Max Anstey in third with about a seven-second deficit on Hunter. So Hunter takes the win in 250 heat two. Nate Thrasher in second. And I believe Anstey in third. 450 Heat 1, we got Roxon, Barsha, Webb, Ciancerillo, Justin Hill, and so on. So pretty stacked, pretty stacked heat race. I will say after being there in person this weekend that uh, Kenny was on rails all weekend. And I think he kind of thrives in Indianapolis. Seems like every time I'm there, I see him do really well. So hope for the same this weekend. Roxon and Webb going at it like usual, back and forth. Roxon blitzing through the whoops, trying to get that inside on Cooper. And he gets it, but Cooper is coming back. And Barsha is on the scene in third, right on Cooper's rear tire. And yep, still. Oh, we got Roxon and Barsha going at it now. Webb falls back to third, about four seconds behind. And Barsha to the lead. Gets that inside on Kenny. He can't quite close the door. And um, Lapper's kind of getting in the way, but it's no problem for Kenny. And Barsha takes the win. That is his first heat win since Salt Lake City last year, so... That's good to see. You know, I'm not the biggest Bam Bam supporter, but it's just a heat race. So 450 Heat 2, we got Chase Sexton, Jason Anderson, Eli Tomac, Christian Craig. You know the drill. We got Tomac with the whole shot and Plessinger in seconds. Jason Anderson in third, go team fried. Chase Sexton in fourth and Craig following in fifth. And Sexton makes his way around Tomac. Tomac, we usually don't see him push too hard in the heat races, so that's not too surprising. Um, he just wants to finish well. So Plessinger around Tomac, that's really unheard of. So we got Chase in first, Plessinger in second, Tomac in third, and Tomac just keeps fading as Anderson also makes his way around. So results of the checkered, we got Chase Sexton in first, Aaron Plessinger in second, Jason Anderson in third, and Eli Tomac in fourth. All right, 250 main event. You know the drill, Jordan Smith, Hunter Lawrence. Let's see. Hunter Lawrence with the whole shot and the early lead. Looks like he's followed close by Blos on the 57 Cowie. And these whoops are getting rougher and rougher with every lap just slowly deteriorating. So that's definitely going to be a big issue throughout the night. And three star bikes coming together and um, looking a little messy, but looks like Deegan's in the back of the, the pack. Hunter Lawrence just pulling out to about a three-second lead 
um, about 10 minutes in uh, in front of Thrasher, Jordan Smith, Deegan, and J-Mart sitting back there in fifth. Danger Boy, Deegan, and J-Mart getting into it. Looks like J-Mart comes out on top there. And Hunter getting into it with a privateer accidentally bumps into him and could have really messed him up, but he seems to uh, be all right. His hand gets blown off the handlebars. And Deegan goes down hard in the whoops, gets completely bucked. Thankfully, uh, there's a giant tough block there to catch him. But um, if you're just not lined up perfectly in this these uh, these ruts to this whoops, it could be a bad time, as we've seen throughout the night here. And I'm sure we'll see more. So final lap, results at the line. we got Hunter Lawrence taking the win, extending his championship lead on the East Coast. And we got Thrasher in second. It's a great ride by Thrasher. I'm not too surprised. Jordan Smith in third. So let's go 450 main event. We got up front. We got the yellow bike of Kickstart Kenny 94 taking the lead and followed closely by Cincerillo, which is kind of abnormal recently. And uh, Cincerillo quickly fades back into fourth as he gets messed up in those whoops. So we got Roxon, Webb, Cincerillo, and Sexton as the top four. Roxon and Webb immediately going back and forth. Getting a little messy through the whoops. Kenny seems to pull through and Sexton moves into second. So now we got Webb battling Sexton, trying to get that second spot and he just can't quite do it. Sexton makes a move. Roxon extends his lead and Sexton goes down on the on-off tabletop. Just gets completely thrown off the bike and his visor's gone and he falls back to about seventh place, eighth place. And Tomac has absolutely been fading. Uh, this whole race, I'm not really sure what's going on with him. That's definitely not something we're used to seeing from Tomac as he sits in seventh right now. So Barsha and Webb get into it, and Barsha comes out on top. Barsha is just absolutely on rails. Roxon and Barsha. Barsha's coming in hot, but Roxon's had that lead the whole moto. You know, I'm a kickstart Kenny guy. He's my favorite rider, so happy to see him do this well. And we are down to two laps to go with Kenny still in first and and Barsha less than a second behind, followed by Webb, Plessinger, and Anderson, Ciancerillo, Craig, Tomac, and Sexton in ninth. Final lap, it's going to be a close one. Battle through the whoop. Kenny makes a little mistake, but he recovers, and Barsha can't close the gap. And that looks like it's going to be wraps, folks. Kenny taking the dub in Indianapolis. Love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. Little celebratory moment with him and Barsha there. Kenny's just overwhelmed with emotions i know it's been a very long time since he's won a main event and i think that's his first main event win on the suzuki all right after that brief that brief recap of indianapolis supercross we're going to talk a little bit about what it was like being there in person and i'm happy to say that sarah is back on the pod i got my co-host here so yeah let's just talk about it talk about uh the atmosphere and uh kind of what we saw how you doing sarah um i'm really great thank you for asking but first i would like to start this episode off with multiple grievances that i'm going to file directly to you what's that may i begin yep tell me about it so number one i did not get jetson donuts yeah which we spoke about last episode and i am extremely disappointed however we did not get there early enough and i hate that indianapolis is consistently, whenever they have Supercross, cold, rainy, or snowy, it was freezing. I was miserable. Yeah, this is true. Every year we go up there, it's like 90% chance we're going to get stuck in snow at some point. This weekend, there was no snow, but it was still very cold, and the lines outside were absolutely insane. But we did kind of cut in front of everybody because everybody was just waiting on the sidewalk along the street. 
and uh, we just walked on the street and kind of went around everybody. So we didn't have to wait too long, but we did not get any pit passes. So she did not get Jetson's Donuts, which I know is what she was looking forward to. But, and she didn't get to see Jet race because yes. he, he races West Coast. Yes, that brings me to grievance number two is I went into this thinking fully that I was going to see Jet Lawrence. And he was not in the building, and I did not realize that until after the opening ceremonies, and I was upsetty. But about it. you got the second best thing, Hunter. Hunter Lawrence, baby. Okay. Yes. Yes. I had a third grievance, but maybe I'll remember it later. So. We'll yeah, move on. but um, my favorite part of every weekend is the opening ceremonies, just because they're badass, and it's really cool to sit up there, and see everybody come in. So. Oh, yes. My third grievance was that the only drinks that they had was Coors Light and Guinness. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So I was I didn't even get the drink after I couldn't see Jet. I'm just sad. And if you wanted to, you were going to pay $8 for a beer in a plastic cup. Yes. So. And it was like it was like 10 ounces. Yeah. Come on. So that's not very good. Um Mhm. I was disappointed. But it was a really good time though. I it had was. I had a really great time. I love going. Um, if you think that going to a motocross like race weekend is loud, please go into an enclosed supercross arena and just sit there for five minutes and see if you can hear anything afterwards. It's and crazy. You might get slightly lightheaded from all the race fuel in there, but it's definitely worth it. I love it. it race, smells so good. Yeah. Smell of race fuel. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if they put that in an air freshener, I would definitely run it in the Subi. So for sure. Um, just race smell. Like, race race gas race octane i don't know sweet that's trademarked y'all you better step um, off <laughs> but, <laughs> you get that patent pending i'm also like 70 percent sure that i got freaking food poisoning from, yeah from, i didn't though i ate all the stuff you from, did you didn't eat all the stuff i did i ate a little bit of everything yeah, a, a that you little had. bit of everything i had chicken tenders that were soggy they were a little soft. I had a hot dog that kind of looked like it was made in a tube, like a factory, like injected with some stuff. That is so, how hot dogs are made, though. They're scary. Yeah. I had one of them, too. Hot dogs are scary, but, you know, I like to substitute hot dogs with kielbasa. You know, I'm actually allergic to hot dogs. Did you know that? Well, but you're allergic to a lot of things. I'm allergic to... And the to... severity ranges greatly. So. Yes. I'm allergic to the preservatives. In the things, and therefore I can't eat anything, but I still eat everything. It's a list, struggle. List off like four of the things that you're allergic to. Um, I'm allergic to bananas because I'm allergic to latex, but then I'm allergic to like lunch meats because they're preserved with sulfates. I'm um also allergic to like Gatorade. It makes my tummy hurt really bad because the no dyes. Way. Yeah, I still drink it all the time though. I don't care. True. How does Prime make you feel by Logan Paul? KSI. <laughs> Prime by Logan Paul and KSI. Um, fully endorsed by the Steezy Media Productions um, agency over here. Maybe. That's my media production agency. Plugging myself. But yeah, we had decent seats. They weren't anything crazy, but we were right by one of the filmers. Yeah, so that was so. weird when we were watching the recap. We could see literally what we were watching. Yeah, literally our point of view on the recap. Yeah, he was directly next to us. <laughs> so that's sick. And um, Hunter Lawrence, of course, winning. Of course. Um, I don't know what you would expect. I really thought it was Jet, though. Still disappointed. Hunter did good, though. He always does. I can't wait for the um, East-West shootout because mm. I'm, I'm really excited to see Jet and Hunter go head-to-head, kind of see where they are sizing each other up. So that'll be exciting to see. I know that round is coming up 
Um, yeah. Um, it's really crazy um, that they, I know that they go opposite ends because they grew up together and literally are probably the spinning image of each other's racing techniques. But um, yeah, no, I think that's really crazy because they've had this whole season of not going back to like back and forth. So like, are they still practicing together and stuff? Oh yeah. Well, they're still on the same team. They both still ride for the same, um, I believe it's HRC Honda. Yeah. So they still practice together and everything, but if you can have a dominant force on both coasts, you might as well do that. Yeah, for sure. That so makes sense. Stack that stack that winning money up. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. crazy that crazy that they're gonna go back um like against each other though. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be good. Mm-hmm. I just hope there's not really too many outside factors that kinda deter them from having like a, a fair race. Yeah. Because anything can happen. Like one of them can get like taken out in the start and then you won't really get to see them race together at all. So that would suck. But um Yeah. Oh, the, can we talk about how, like, in Indianapolis, the track was gnarly from the beginning, I feel like. Yeah. They were fixing stuff after the first heat race, which is crazy. Well, like, they yeah. never do that. Well, um, part of it has to do with, like, the dirt in Indy. It's just a little bit more, like, I want to say more like clay. It has, like, properties of clay. So it, it kind of breaks down and gets rutted really easily, but it gets molded like to that shape so for example like the whoop section by the end of the race uh we we walked down to the track and um you can check out on barsha's instagram if you look back to the indianapolis um you could see him literally laying down (laughs) in one of the ruts we watched him do that and it was pretty funny it was huge also i did not realize how big all of these like obstacles and like jumps and stuff are until i was standing down like on the bottom parts of like where the track is because i like it does not look that big on videos or like when you're up in the stands like that no it's like you're sitting up in the stand you're like i mean i'm not saying i could do it but it looked like i could do it yeah i could do it i think i could ride at least half the track and then i get down there and i'm like "Mm, i don't know maybe definitely not with it torn up but um no it's crazy the difference of seeing it on camera and from the stands versus being right next to the, the the actual track so um i thought that was cool for sarah to actually experience that yeah for the first time yeah we'd gone before but i hadn't really seen how big it was like we hadn't gotten that close to yeah. the like the bottom how many um how many this Indian- is my third one this is your third one third one and kenny has killed it every time i feel like yeah he was absolutely eating yeah. Like during these races, like as you could yeah, I mean, tell, he led, even from the first one, he was yeah, just but he, ripping. He led the whole main event, which is crazy. Yeah. Sexton got the whole shot, though. I don't think you said that in the recap, but Sexton yeah. got the whole shot, which was, but he immediately fell off and Kenny yeah, took it. Well, well, he didn't immediately fall off. He was battling for a while, but um, remember he went down on that step on, step off. So yeah, that was, that was rough. He, he looked really upset. <laughs> Yeah, and unfortunately, it's kind of what we expect out of him because it's all we've really seen. It's he does really good. He just rides so hard. He's either riding over his head or he just gets nervous and messes up. But um, that's how I feel like I'd be. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely understandable. Definitely not throwing any shade there. But no, no shade That's at the all. difference between somebody who you don't know, like Ryan Dungey, who uh, wasn't necessarily the fastest guy to ride, but he was the most consistent guy to ride. 
and that's why he stacked championships. So uh, consistency. He could keep his bike up. Yeah, consistency is really the key to winning, and and you see that um, through like Deegan's results and how quickly he's kind of rose to being a top three guy in the 250 championship. Yeah. So, um, he rode well this weekend. He rode I was really, looking really for well. Brian the whole time. Yeah. I was like, where's Brian? I remember seeing Brian. The, the only time I think I've seen Brian within like 10 feet of me was at Ironman. Oh walking yeah. Through the pits. He was just standing out there talking to somebody. And I was like, that's Brian Deegan. And I was like, <laughs> go ask him for a picture. I was like, I don't think I really want to do that. Sounds a little awkward, but it would have been sick. I probably should have done it anyway. He probably would have been happy. He seems yeah, like but, a happy guy. But think about how many times he gets that at the track. It's probably, you know. Kind yeah, of that's true. I get that. But, um. Treat famous people like normal people 2023. Unless they don't treat you like a normal person. And then punch them. Don't do that. Um, I'm not endorsing any violence. It sounded like you just did. No, the, I did not. With the words you just chose nope. to use. You said. Joseph. Moving on. Punch. I did not say that. I heard it. Moving on. Okay. Well, <laughs> crazy round. I mean, there's really not a whole lot to talk about. We got to watch Kenny's um, emotions after uh, taking the win. And I even have chills right now thinking about it. But it made me so happy to see. And he was, I mean, he was like crying and just super thankful for his situation. And yeah. And, well, backtracking for a second, going like over the 450 main, that was just a nerve wracking like event in general. Like you and I were both standing up the whole time just watching, yeah. like especially towards the end when um, Barsha and Kenny were just going back and forth. Everybody, the whole stadium was screaming and like everybody was just going crazy. They were just going at it. It was amazing to watch. And when Kenny finally won, it was like the whole crowd erupted. Nobody cared. It was just all about him. It was amazing. I cried. Yeah. I cried. <laughs> it was honestly like, I don't know. It was definitely one of those moments that you don't forget. And with Kenny being my favorite rider after all the sh the, the, um, the adversity he's been through with injuries and, and whatnot. And him winning on a Suzuki is just badass. Yeah, dude. But that's it's where more that's, proof it's the rider. <laughs> yeah, but he was anything. he was really successful on Suzuki in the past, actually. Um, I don't think you knew that, but before his Honda ride, he rode for um, Suzuki too, and he was yeah. he was really good then. But that was that was I feel like that was more like his prime. Yeah, honestly. Um. Yeah. No, I thought it was I thought it was really cool to see all the other riders um supporting Kenny after his like big win because it i think anaheim last year was the last time that he'd won but he won like every time that i've seen him and i feel like it was such a surreal thing like he collapsed on the bike and barsha was like doing burnouts for him everybody was just like it was just so cool it was and how about the all dad podium the all dad podium also made me cry because i I thought it was just such a big turning point and like milestone for the sport. Like it was everybody's grown up. Yes, it was so cool to see. I haven't been in the scene that long, but like I don't know, it made me happy, made my heart warm. I was happy to see Cooper yeah, up there, even though he's not cool. my five. Yeah, it was definitely cool to see. It's just everybody like making those golden memories with their family that they are never gonna forget about, and we kind of get to witness that. So I thought that that was really cool, and I know Sarah yeah. appreciated it too. Yeah. I'm big on that kind of stuff. Also, another thing that I wanted to mention, which I thought was really funny. 
um, after the 250 main event, um, when we were sitting there, there were all of these, like the, what are they? The, the people in the pits that are waiting their coaches and stuff or whatever yeah some of them would pick them up but then other ones were just running down the sideline <laughs> like chasing after them i yeah. was like pick up your mans dude like yeah. <laughs> i felt so bad yeah. for them they're talking about the mechanics yeah that not i get, couldn't not think getting of... a ride back to the pits bro yeah. and they just were running after them <laughs> with their clipboards up in the air like yeah. wait i was like go yeah. get your man yeah <laughs> felt bad but i mean it was a fun weekend yeah had a good time love hanging out with your dad so much fun i don't know i thought um it was really interesting i'm really excited to see how the rest of the season kind of goes and i really can't wait to see hunter and jet like battle it out at the end because i know they're gonna have to there's honestly no contests about that so let me ask who you think is gonna win the 450 title overall overall yeah i don't know i really I would really like to pull for Chase Sexton. I don't know. I think that he wants it really bad. and But he's just like really overhyped for it. So I think that he has some chance. I think that would be yeah, really cool I to think see. Originally, I said... I can't remember if I said in the other episode if I said Chase or Eli. But I got my money on Eli right now. Yeah, I think that's how we were in the first one too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I said Chase. Yeah, but I know Cooper... Eli. Cooper and it's right now the two top is definitely Cooper and Eli, mm -hmm. but Sexton is still there and he could definitely still do it. it boo kinda, Cooper. Yeah, Boo Cooper. Boo but, Cooper. Um, but yeah, his I, kid's cute though. I think that's really the majority we got for this round. I'm just really excited to get your racing started this year. Every I episode I talk about, I just talk about. Oh, I hope I ride soon, but. I just freaking haven't yet, so... I know, but, I mean, the weather's been really crappy. There's not a lot of places around here that you can really ride. It's really yeah, just a lot. I mean, I, I, can't, I just can't wait till we can go places. But school is ending. School is ending. School is ending. We're going to get through the summer, and you're going to ride, and I'm going to ride my little bike, and it's going to be amazing. Heck yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, but I don't know that we have much else to talk about for this episode, so we'll just have to. But um, yeah, obviously we're we're definitely new to this whole podcast thing, so there's definitely uh some areas of improvement, but I think we're getting better with each and every episode. So I appreciate you guys listening, having fun, and can't wait to cover some more rounds of Supercross. And I need to get my dad on here soon and do a round where we just don't even talk about Supercross. We just talk about his life because I think that'll be yes. a little more interesting than covering covering supercross recap so jd hog yep so Can't i hope wait. we can get jd on here and um kind of go from there so that's about it thank you guys for listening and i will talk to you guys later later see you guys